Nothing you hear in this program constitutes investment advice. It is an expression of opinion only. This is Frisbees, Bulls and Bears. Talking money and markets. What's happening and why. We talk to the experts, the traders, the investors and the companies they're investing in. You're listening to Frisbees, Bulls and Bears with Dominic Frisbee. Hello and welcome to Frisbee's Bulls and Bears with me, Dominic Frisbee. A reminder that you can subscribe to the show by clicking on the subscribe via email button on the left-hand side of your screen. And then every time I upload a new show, you will be notified in your inbox. It's my pleasure in today's show to be talking to Mark O'Byrne. Mark is Executive Director of Goldcore, which is a bullion dealer and storage facility based in Dublin in Ireland. Mark, welcome to the show. It's good to have you back. I suppose I'd, I'd like to start off by talking about this recent correction in gold. I mean, it was carnage last week. Um, what do you make of it? Is it the end of the bull market? What can we look? What, what drove that collapse in the gold price? Hi Dominic, yeah, thanks for having me on again. Um, yeah, it, it, it basically it, a lot of people were warning that we were due a correction and, and we're expecting a correction. Uh, and, and I suppose we did get a bit of correction once we got up over 1900 back in August. Uh, and and I, people were then beginning to, uh, to figure out, right, was that the end of the correction or would there be more? And, and people, there was uh, different schools of opinion. So, I, I, But at the same time, I think people were, were expecting that the correction could go a little bit deeper. As long as August, we said that it could correct back as far as 1500 or 1600, which was previous resistance. And, and, and when you tend to get sharp moves up, as we did in the summer months, uh, you de- do tend to have periods of correction consolidation. Uh, and uh, the, the, the previous resistance can become support. So it looks like that support is at 1500, 1600. So, but I, I think, yeah, the scale of and the speed of, of the correction it, it did surprise uh, even ourselves and, and a lot of people, you know. Uh, and it, it, it was, uh, as is often the case with, with the gold market, it, it does tend to go up slowly, 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 but surely. But then on the correction tends to tend to be much steeper. Uh, whether the bull market is over or not. It's very difficult to tell, but I, 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 and we try not to get into predictions about price movements, but the, the fundamentals remain the exact same. All the fundamental factors, factors that drove the, the, the gold market in recent years and in 2011 are still around. None, none of them have disappeared whatsoever. Um, so we would think that, it, 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 I mean, it's possible that, that we, we could have a... 2011, if we get a further sharp correction in the coming days, that 2011 could... Uh, see uh, the first year of falling oil prices, but we'd have to have a, a, another uh, 10 or 11% drop, which is highly unlikely. So as, as long as we get a, a higher cl- uh, annual close in 2011, uh, I think both that, uh, t- technically, uh, that, that would be very bullish. Uh, and, and then obviously the fundamentals uh, and the various factors driving the marketplace, they're the exact same as said in 2011, and, uh, and nothing has changed whatsoever. So it would seem highly likely that we will see uh, more of the same 2012, given the, the uh, very challenging monetary and macroeconomic backdrop. But when you say more of the same, do you mean more volatility or more upward momentum or, or both? Uh, both, yeah. Um, I, I think we're going to see volatility in, in all marketplaces, uh, in, 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 in all markets, from commodities to currencies to bonds to, to stocks. Um, and, and I think that is going to be a uh, feature 2012, even more so than 2011. Um, 
and and that will be seen in in, in the gold markets uh, 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 along with these other markets. But I do think that yeah, there is the, the momentum that's there for the last ten eleven years is still there. Um, it's interesting. I mean, the short-term momentum, the short-term technicals, is is, is one of the primary reasons for, for the correction recently. It's, a lot of it is speculative money being taken off the table, um, and and the, the hedge funds and prop techs of banks. They're very much uh, tech-driven. So once gold fell through certain uh, key technical levels, um, particularly 200-day moving average, it, it you know led to all sorts of uh, stop-loss selling and that. Um, there also was the, the factor of. Uh, the possibility, and it's, I think most people accept it, uh, it but it, it, the gold market's not very transparent, but a lot of people do accept, and even the FT is reporting that there were uh, banks, commercial banks, uh, particularly European banks they singled out, who were lending or selling gold in the marketplace, and the, the, they uh, said that the gold that was being sold or lent in the marketplace by these European commercial banks was actually in turn lent to those banks by either central banks or the ETFs. So it shows that, the, 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 you know, in terms of supply and demand, uh, that there hasn't been any great change. There, there isn't all of a sudden bullion dealers like ourselves or bullion dealers throughout the world. Nobody's reporting that anybody is selling physical bullion, you know. Uh, quite the opposite. Demand has been very, very strong in, 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 in throughout the European Union in the last week or two weeks or three weeks because there's concerns about the, the euro. Uh, and... Demand in Asia has fallen a bit, uh, and Indian demand has, has fallen a bit, but the, there, there still has been demand from China, and uh, and volumes over there are ticking up again. Do, so, do, you, bull, do you deal bullion to the Asian market? Uh, we would have a few high network clients in 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 the region. We store in in Hong Kong and in Singapore. We've allocated uh, storage in, in in both cities. Um, but yeah, it wouldn't be a primary marketplace for us, um, and so we couldn't really extrapolate from the figures that you know that great trend from ourselves into Asia per se. We, we could, I think, more from from the UK and European Union, and we have been particularly busy from uh, uh, clients in the European Union, uh, main, from both mainland or continental Europe, and and uh, indeed Ireland as well. And I suppose that is. is very much to do with concerns about the euro and and, and whether the the single currencies we know today will will be uh, will continue uh, in, in in the coming months. You know, is there pressure? Well, I've got two questions for you. So the the thing we can draw on that is even though gold had was absolutely walloped last week, on the ground people still aren't selling physical. Absolutely. No, it was interesting because on previous sell-offs, even after Lehman Brothers, I mean, there was quite a sharp correction in the weeks after Lehman Brothers and gold fell some 30%. And we had the, the usual suspects, should we say, the, the Nero Rubinis and, and people that come out of the woodwork and suggesting that the, the bull market was over and the, the, the bubble had burst, as they called it. And, uh, and, and, and at the time, we actually did see some selling, um, not a huge amount of selling, but we did have people selling physical uh, coins and bars because they were concerned maybe this is the, the, the end of the bull market. Um, but we haven't seen that in the last week or two weeks. We haven't seen that at all. Quite, quite the opposite. We ha- people seem to be, I think people are more educated about the bull market and, and they've actually come to expect corrections along the way. And uh, we do think that the, the, your, your, the retail investors that we're dealing with anyways is a, is a little bit more savvy. And uh, a lot of people had wired uh, funds into us uh, in, in, in the last month. And uh, they, they actually said, well, we'll hold off till, till, till we get some sort of correction. And then people were actually ready to go and, and they're buying on the dips. And they have been buying the dips in, 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 in the last, last week in particular, you know. So that I think, and I think that's much the same to uh, talking to bullion dealers 
uh, and other people in the industry, uh, refineries and mints, uh, were all pretty much of the same opinion. There hasn't been any great selling of physical, so it was very much uh, in the futures market. As I said, hedge funds, uh, prop desks, and there may have been some physical coming in from the official sector as well. Um, but that, that's, so that's uh, again, it's a short-term phenomenon, and, 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 and the, the, the need for long-term fundamentals uh, are, 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 are very much uh, the same and very much uh, r- remain very sound. One chap I spoke to suggested to me last week, he said, I think a country's selling. Um, do you think that's possible? I mean, a massive holder, maybe even a, maybe if not a country, a John Paulson or someone like that was liquidating last week? Yeah, it's, it is quite possible. I don't, I mean, Paulson's uh, fund is, uh, has uh, performed appallingly and uh, gold is the one bright spot in, in his overall fund, you know, and uh, there's, there's I mean, certainly a possibility that they're selling, but at the same time, he owns the ETF and there wasn't any uh, uh, dramatic, there was little or no uh, fall in, in, in the overall holdings of, of the uh, the ETF, uh, despite ETF, which is which Paulson owns. So I don't think that was the case, you know. But again, it's, 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 we'd have to wait till we saw the SEC filings on that. Regarding a central bank, I, I, I don't honestly don't think so because uh, the, the central bank. I mean, I've heard people saying it, and it's normally people who are very very uninformed about the gold market. People suggesting that the Italians might be forced to sell. They have something like. Was well, two and a half, three thousand tons of gold, uh, and, and the Italians, given the, the precarious state of their finances, that they may sell some gold. But the, the, the whole nature of uh, a central bank uh, and official sector uh, selling is that they, they sell it. Uh, they, if they were going to sell, they would sell it uh, interbank. In effect, it, w- it wouldn't come onto the open marketplace. So, what would happen? And already there's talk that the, the Italian gold might be used for some sort of uh, collateral for uh, for uh, Italian debt or for uh, some sort of a euro bond, you know. So uh, I would yeah, completely discount uh, any theory of that, uh, that uh, uh, yeah, would it be Italian central bank or most of the central banks in the world are actually buying gold, central banks and net buyers again, and the European banks, given the, the, the precarious nature of the, the monetary situation and, and what's going to happen to the euro, I think they'd be very, very reluctant to, to, to sell gold as well. And, uh, and and there would be lots of eager buyers, whether it be the People's Bank of China or uh, the many Asian central banks and, 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 and the, the emerging market central banks who would, they would basically uh, buy that market, uh, buy that gold very quickly and therefore wouldn't actually come into the, the, the market and shouldn't it therefore affect prices as we've seen in the last two or three weeks. Okay, um, I'm, I've got a theory at the moment that this correction that we've been uh, enjoying, shall we say, since September of this year is very similar to the correction we had in May 2006 and the correction that we had uh, that began in the spring of uh, 2008. Um, and as a consequence, both of those corrections, which were 20% plus corrections, we enjoyed a good year to 18 months of sideways whipsawing consolidating action with a slightly upward bias before we saw new highs um do you think we're in just such another period again now 
I do think so, yeah. Um, I mean, you do tend to to, to, to need a period of uh, consolidation after a sharp correction like that. And, you know, people can be a little bit more nervous to move back in, and particularly the the, the, the hedge fund and the, the, the prop desk. These people are very much uh, driven by uh, momentum, and, and that's, they're very much uh, driven by the technicals. And, and, and right now, the short-term uh, technicals are very, very poor. Um, the fundamentals are very sound, but the technicals are very poor. Um, and, and therefore, I think we will need uh, a period of uh, you know, a, f- a few higher weekly closes, uh, a higher monthly close. We're going to close lower for the month of December, obviously. Uh, we need a month or two uh, of higher monthly closes. And then I think uh, the, we probably see the resumption of the bull market again. But I, I, I do think, uh, I mean, I, I agree with you 100% uh, that that is likely, but I, I think that the Consolidation, I think, may be of a shorter nature than uh, the previous consolidations, given the the extremely uh, bullish backdrop and and, and given these. I mean, even the, the, when we had the corrections in, in 2006-2008, there wasn't concerns about the, the actual uh, existential threat that there is to the, the euro itself. Uh, there wasn't concerns about uh, the sovereign debt of the UK, of the US. There wasn't, uh, the, at that stage, the dots hadn't been uh, joined, really, and there wasn't this uh, growing awareness of, of a global debt crisis, and that's what we have today, and we have the real risk of contagion. Um, so I do think that any uh, this uh, correction consolidation it may be uh, of a shorter duration than previous ones, and uh, uh, I would advise people to be, you know, uh, buying on the dip. And uh, if you're if you're doing a lump sum, then I would advise that you would uh, consider dollar, pound, or euro cost averaging into a position. So you you would buy maybe a little bit in the next week or two weeks on this dip, hold out for a week or two weeks, then possibly buy a little bit more, and then gradually ease your way into position. And that way, uh, you'll, you'll get an average price down around these levels, and uh, you uh, reduce the risk of buying at this level in case there was a, a more more of a correction in the next week or two weeks. Let's talk about predictions for next year. I mean, I know you said you didn't like to make predictions yourself, but you put out uh, an article this morning where you mentioned Goldman's prediction and various others. Um, yeah. A pretty bullish consensus compared to previous years. Uh, Goldman predicting, I think, $1,800 um, gold is the average price for next year. Tell us about some of the predictions and, and uh, go on, give us a prediction yourself. <laughs> Well, basically, yeah, they, they are quite bullish, and uh, it's interesting. The, the, the banks, uh, Wall Street banks, and, 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 and banks in the UK, uh, they have traditionally been uh, quite bearish uh, over the years. And uh, I, I remember in various surveys, I, I think uh, James Surf and Gold Money and ourselves were one of the few people who were who bullish uh, back in, in 2005, 2006, 2007. That began to change last year, two years. Uh, I suppose that they saw the writing on the wall, and, and, and they have been more bullish in. in recent years so it's interesting um, there was a big story on Reuters overnight that uh, it, it got picked up massively and it was syndicated and it's all over the, the financial media all over the world and the mainstream media that uh, people uh, hedge fund managers they did a poll of 20 hedge fund managers and the hedge fund managers said that uh, the gold price could would probably continue falling and may even hit 1450 or 1500 which is uh, interesting in itself but uh, at the same time hedge fund managers uh, you know they're not exactly experts on the gold market uh, many of them and, and they wouldn't have the, the experience or the expertise of people in the industry like ourselves and the refineries the government mints and, and, and brokers uh, and indeed the bullion banks so the, the predictions of the bullion banks uh, they basically this is their, their average price forecast for 2012 so they're, they're basically they're saying 
what they believe the average price will be to 2012. Goldman said 1810, Barclays said 2000, and UBS said 2050. So uh, you correctly point out it is quite bullish. I mean, they're so they're saying that they're predicting that the average gold price in 2012 will be between 13% and 28% above today's spot price of 15.95. So and that's their average price, and obviously there is the potential for for a parabolic spike higher. Um, I hope they're wrong. So, <laughs> does, that, that, part yeah. you, does part of you, your kind of contrarian thing, kind of think, well, if they're all bullish, that makes me a little bit wary? No, not really, because uh, they were bearish for many years, uh, and I think they, they, they have seen the writing on the wall. I mean, you do have to be uh, wary of any sort of consensus, but no, my, my thinking is more that the hedge fund managers uh, uh, wouldn't have the, the industry knowledge and wouldn't have the awareness of that real fundamental drive in the gold market. And if the hedge fund managers are bearish, I, I would see that as a contrarian signal. But the, the likes of Goldman, Barclays, UBS, I, I think uh, I think they're on the money, and I think they'll, they'll be uh, proven right, you know, uh, because because the fundamentals are so sound. Okay, um, now you. What about you? Well, we've since 2003, we've we've always said that we believe that the inflation-adjusted high uh, it was $2,300 per ounce when we started. Uh, it, it has been a bit of inflation again in, in recent years. It's about $2,500 per ounce. Is, is, that's the real record high in 1980. You see all sorts of... Uh, um, misguided or uh, uninformed comment saying that gold's record high was 850. I mean, it, 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 that was its record high, but that was its nominal record high, and it's very important to make that distinction. So, a dollar in 1980 is very different to a dollar today, 31 years later. So, $2,500 for ounce, we've long said that uh, we believe gold would reach that level. And, and in 2003, we said that it, once it got up there, it would be a bubble. But given what's happening in the world today, I think that uh, it, it may not be a bubble when it gets up to those levels, you know, and there's, there's a possibility that it can go uh, much, much higher in the coming years. We do caution people that they should be buying gold on the basis of making return and uh, investments can fall as well as rise. But gold's importance today is about wealth preservation and, uh, and it is absolutely vital that I, I would think nearly... You know, the vast majority of the population investors and savers should have an allocation to gold, and that allocation to gold will protect them no matter what scenario we get in the coming months, whether it be inflation, deflation, stagflation, or, or a more virulent form of inflation, all of which are, are quite possible, or, or various variations of, of these uh, macroeconomic conditions. So, yeah, to, I think, the, and I think 2012, I think I wouldn't be surprised if $2,400, $2,500 per ounce was reached. Um, and there are quite respected analysts who, who are talking about gold prices potentially five thousand, six thousand, seven thousand, eight thousand dollars for ounce and more. Um and, and that's just looking again at the dollar price uh, for investors in the UK and in Europe it's, it's vitally important that they think of the gold price in terms of their, their local currency uh, in pounds and in euros. And uh, I think given the the risks, I mean the the, the that the GDP ratios in, in the UK are very, very high as well. The total debt uh, is very, very high, and I think that poses a lot of risks to sterling. And, 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 and people in, the, in, 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 in these various countries need to be thinking of uh, diversifying into gold to protect themselves from the risks of uh, depreciation and devaluation of their, their national fiat currencies. Very good. I think the best thing that can happen to the gold price in the short term is that Ron Paul wins the Republican nomination. 
<laughs> I would agree with you. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, he is. It's, it's, a, it's a huge irony, isn't it, that the, the guy who is so bullish on gold and he understands gold both as an investment and also for its monetary use uh, and, and, and believes in the gold standard. But I do believe he is the only politician who uh, has the so the integrity and has the, the the awareness, and he might actually put the U.S. back onto a path towards some sort of fiscal normality and fiscal sanity, and that it, it would be would very very uh, bearish for the gold price but uh, uh, I, it's interesting he's doing very very well and, and, and it would be great to see him win the Republican nomination and uh, and if he did I think he who knows he may even have a have a shot at the presidency I think he's the one guy who might uh, who might uh, give Obama a good a good shot in, in, in 2012 so yeah that's a, it's a very interesting point that it, it, it would be bearish for the gold price but from a much higher level Absolutely, yeah, because it would probably mean, uh, I mean, if he became president again, it's, again, it's highly, highly unlikely. Um, but if he did, then I think, you know, Robert Selleck, the president of World Bank, and, and a few other notables have been talking about returning to uh, a quasi-gold standards. Uh, if that were to happen, then gold would be revalued at, at, at much higher levels. Um, and and there's, I suppose there's a possibility of I suppose it depends on the nature of the gold standard and, and, and whether it would be at some sort of a much higher fixed price. Um, but yeah, there's, there's so many variables and permutations there. But the bottom line is he, he he would be. I suppose yeah, I think you're right. It would be bullish for gold in the short term, but long term it would take him a long time. You know, if he did get elected, it might take him one term or two terms to sort out the the the, the economic mess that is the U.S. But long term it would be bearish for for, for the gold price if he were to be elected. Yeah. Um, Mark, let me ask you uh, one final question. Um, we, we spoke earlier about the Eurozone and what countries are going to be still be part of the Euro by the end of next year. Is there pressure on the on the street in Ireland for Ireland to drop out of it? Uh, there is. Um... I mean, and there are some, you know, quite respected uh, economic analysts who are saying that long term uh, it, it may make sense for us to go back to the point. Um, the consensus is still no. The consensus is that it would be a disaster for Ireland. We would have massive inflation. It would create massive dislocations in the banking system, and. Uh, and, and therefore, don't do it uh, under any circumstances. And that's the consensus among a lot of the people who actually got us into this mess. Uh, and and, uh, the, the, and, and, and the, the Department of Finance and the people who've been advising the government. And uh, much of that advice comes indeed from you know from from banks who have their own self-interest. You know, but I think there is a, slowly but surely there is a realization that you know maybe that short-term pain uh, would be very painful in the short term, but maybe in the long term it, it would be uh, beneficial because otherwise we face a prospect of massive deflation uh, and debt by a thousand cuts over a long number of years and uh, and at the end of the day we you know the euro you know we have this hard currency in effect which is is, is the euro right now and it just it, it doesn't suit uh, our economy when we have uh, uh, interest rates uh, set by uh, by Germany and uh, it, it just yeah it, so there is yeah slowly but surely I think people are beginning to ask questions and uh, I think that pressure will gradually intensify over the coming months and it'll be interesting to see what happens. All right well Mark thank you very much Uh, it was a pleasure talking to you and uh, thanks for giving me this interview at such short notice. Um, As we close why don't you give out your website? Great yeah thanks for having me on again Dominic. The website's goldcore.com and uh, yeah we're on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn and all all the usual uh, other websites. 
Okay, and I recommend listeners to sign up for your daily updates. Uh, it's a good way of staying in touch of all um, gold news-related uh, news. Um, Marco Byrne, thank you very much, and uh, come on and talk to us in a couple of months' time. Great. Thanks, Dominic. Frisbee's Bulls and Bears is presented and produced by Dominic Frisbee. To discuss the markets and have your say, why not visit our forum at globaledgeinvestors.com. That's globaledgeinvestors.com. To join our mailing list so you can be updated as soon as a new show is posted, please email info at dominicfrisbee.net or simply subscribe through iTunes. 